0: So, I woke up this morning thinking about this interview today. So, I'm going to try to get through this introduction without crying, but I know I will. The Grace family from North Star Bison is so dear to my heart. Um every time I get around Mary, who's the founder, I start crying just like this. And then um and then so Mary and her husband started North Star Bison. In the ranch in Wisconsin, they switched everything to native grass. They've tested the soil 20 feet deep. It is the most nutrient dense food on the planet. And as I started to learn that my body would always feel hungry until it got the nutrients it needed. And then I discovered how hard it is to find nutrient dense food. And I was reading everything I could I didn't know how to cook, nothing. I came across this book called Tender Grass-Fed Meat. And I live in Wisconsin and I like read every word. And so I get to the very last page and it says Sources for Grass-Fed Meat. And North Star Bison is listed twice in here as the author uses this company like eats it and says, it's one of the best in the whole country of the US. And I'm like, Wisconsin, that's me. And I called them right away. And because of my studying and diligence, I, I knew all the questions. So I was, I talked to Mary that day. And I'm like, what about your soil? What about your, your, uh, the land around your soil? What about this? And do they get any grain? And I was just, and she was just firing it back. And like, we became fast friends. I send her um Christmas cards. I love her dearly. Um, I've even, when, um this is really funny, when I started sharing this with others, because I'm like, other people out there must not know how to cook like me must not know how to find food you know not they don't i'm sure they don't know nutrient-dense food just like i did so i started blogging and i called mary one day and i'm like mary i'm nervous to blog about this because i might not have your food if everyone else is buying it and she (laughs) had to talk me through and go no 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 we can meet any sort of demand and the consumer has a whole power they can like the country used to be filled with bison and so Mm -hmm. i've learned so much from this family i'm so grateful for my health and mary and her husband have passed the company on to their son and daughter who've been building the company since they were literal babies or very young children. And so I met your sister. Today we have Sean just to give you a quick, um, Sean Grace, a quick peek into the interview, but I met your sister. Oh, gosh. um, Just like a month ago, because she was at the University of Minnesota and they she and Courtney in your place stopped at our house to deliver like this is what this kind of company is like and your family they stopped there to to drop off food for us and i started crying i was like and courtney told me later that your sister was like why was she crying and courtney's like because you changed lives like you don't even know like her whole quality of life is dependent on what you are producing, what you're creating, what you're offering to other people. Like to say this is a service to the world is such um is too little because what you're doing and what your family's doing and thinking about the soil and the nutrients and nourishing people and the lengths you go to to create your products and this is the only place in the whole country that sells call fat and organ meat and the ground flat. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so, um, yes, I am very grateful for you. And (laughs) just so you know, so you have background about about me, um, this literally has changed my life. My health has compounded for over a decade of eating your bison liver, your, I've made myself, and I did not know how to cook, I've made myself homemade bison bone broth and consumed at least a cup every single day for over 10 years. And I have an autoimmune disease since I was young, chronic, and I've tested for another one because it's very common to get more than one, but I have no symptoms. I can think of the few times I haven't been sick that whole time. And so I'm just sharing my like experience. Like this is why I literally sob whenever I'm near you and your family because it has totally changed my life. So anyway, I'm glad I got some sleep, but the excitement, I am so thrilled to have you here. Um, I asked Sean to come on because as I'm promoting your food every single day, I just, I was struck by a conversation that I had with your mom. And she taught me that the bison, well, no, she taught me that grass fed grass, that all of those terms have no regulations. And so her words are with me all the time. Like if I'm in like a larger grocery store and it says grass fed. And so I'm like, Mm -hmm. would you come on and help us as consumers navigate this? And I know it's a little depressing for us as consumers to get this information, Mm -hmm. but before we get into that, um, Northstar Bison is there as a personal farmer, personal friend, like your email list, that you send out is so um knowledgeable and it like gives it's empowering because it gives us the knowledge we need and the actions we can take so you are a resource so I just I don't want to break people's hearts and then have them go what do I do now because you are there as the answer and that's why I Wake up every morning at four to get up and do this because you're there. Like you are such a gift to all of us. So I don't have words, but hopefully people are gonna understand after that. <laughs> so yeah. welcome. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. My gosh.
1: Thank you. I'm yeah, gonna well just sit
0: back and cry and let you take over.
1: No, I think um. Like your, your depth of care, your depth of knowledge is such a blessing to people. Um, and so we so appreciate, you know, what you do also. Um, and your, your passion for people <clears throat> and their health and your own personal story and your energy is just, um, it's special. And it's we're, f- we're f- grateful. Oh,
0: be- <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: well, that's, yeah, that's uh yeah it's hard to take credit for that kind of stuff um because it's not really we're we're just uh what do you want to say we're just stewards of um of cycles and you know systems that are far more complex and far more amazing than anything we could ever create um so we just kind of step back and we say you know we're we're students of of creation or students of nature and so we try to try to unpack um cycles that are that are natural um and wonder where we went wrong and try to try to fix them or go back to the way they were uh and get out of the way, you know, and just let nature do its thing and then um, you know, try to preserve that that bounty and that quality all the way through the process with our harvesting and our processing uh, and our shipping and all the things, you know, so that we can really get as many nutrients to you as possible you know the consumer like that's that's truly what we care about is feeding people well so yes i'm very grateful to be here and i appreciate (laughs) just the yeah the opportunity
0: so what what do you think Mm -hmm. is the most important thing that a consumer should consider when purchasing i i know Mm -hmm. um just recently i listened to the wise traditions podcast with sally fallon and she said Mm -hmm. um You know, decades ago, we spent 18% of our income on food and 2% of our income on medical. And now it's just flipped. So it's 2% on our food and 18% on our medical, but it's still 20% Mm -hmm. of our income. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. people are really used to going to a big store and just getting everything Mm -hmm. they need because their lives are, you know, busy. And, but, what I really wanted people to know is that even though it says, and you might be thinking you're doing something really good for your health, it's not always as it seems. Is that true? Mm-hmm.
1: That's so true. Um, yeah, I, there's so many different ways we can go, we can go about this or you know talk about this. But I think one thing that's really interesting, what you just and kudos to you, I I'll, I'll say like you know to drink a cup of bone broth every single day for ten, for 10 years is. Ten plus. <laughs> yeah, so that's like that's significant, right? But that I think your understanding of what it's truly doing for you um, motivates you to continue to stay on the path. You know, um, I think until you understand the value of what's in that cup and the value of what it's doing for your body, and a lot of us <clears throat> don't have the opportunity or the privilege to have. I'm going to say an auto autoimmune disease or something that causes your body to say stop 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 whatever you're doing um, and then have this biological response where you drink something or you ingest something um, that is deeply nourishing and your body goes give me more we have so many customers um, former vegans um, uh, histamine intolerance um, or just any you know um, really disabling disease I guess or complex disease that they're that they're struggling with that their body just has this response where it's just, you know, people literally just eat pounds of meat a day um, because Mm -hmm. it is, their body is just like craving it, you know, it's just something flips in their brain that says, I need more of that. I don't know what it was, but I need more of that. Um, And that's just like, you know, how do you, how do you communicate that to someone, you know, on a label? Like, how do you, you know, that message is just so deep. but I
0: would... Interrupt and add mental health too, and that's mm. just a new. Yeah, they're just discovering this now. But even if yeah. you don't have an autoimmune disease, like mm-hmm. if you're not, if you know you're not feeling your best, yeah, mental health absolutely is a huge part of it as well.
1: Yeah, right. So, so we, awesome. you know, yeah. So we're, we're what we talked about what we talk about internally a lot is you know nourishing deeply, nourishing people. Uh, and feeding people well, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, you know, there's there's so much more to food than just filling your belly. Um, it is foundational, I think it's the most impactful thing that you can do for your overall well being outside of, you know, some sunlight and fitness and good sleep um, is just finding and that's such a missing element, I would say, you know, there's degrees of, of the other elements, you know, that are missing in our in our busy uh, lifestyle, indoor lifestyles, but, um, food is the, is the number one shift that people, biggest shift, most impactful shift that people can make an investment in all three in, in every area of your life, it's going to affect your sleep. It's going to affect your ability to exercise. It's going to affect your, your mental health and, uh, hormone balances and all these things. Um, but I think going back to like unpacking, like, why are we the way we are asking that question and why are we not more like Laura? Uh, where we do have discipline and, and diligence and excitement and passion for an opportunity to get up and, and eat well today, um, and talk about that, and, and, and help others do that. Um, but it was—it's an interesting concept. Like it's. So I think what society is looking for today is—is—is is, is the fast food version. But it's the—the the distinction is insurance versus assurance. Like, are we eating in a way that, that gives us assurance of health or are we eating in a way um, that allows us to buy insurance, you know, health insurance, like what's our, you know, what's our focus? Are we, are we looking to be able to pay our, our health insurance bill? Or are we, are we eating in a way that makes insurance not necessary? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a, that's a really stark contrast for people to understand or to think about in their mind that says, okay, what? You know what is my what is my methodology behind health? Am I inevitably on a path of 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 pills and and pharmaceuticals? Um, it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like your body desires is craving for the ability to heal itself. It just want it just needs the elements to do so, and it will it will literally change. Um, so yeah, it's I have I have a little bit of my own personal journey. To here over the last six months that's been really really powerful for me and and i've grown up and you know since i was eight years old um we've been in the bison world and and what we're doing right now um it's grown a lot it's changed a lot but my own experience here as we just i don't it's so deep i'll just say that like it's you know we're 30 years in on this and and being you know the founder's son or the founder's daughter in Kind of just growing up in it and, and working in it your whole entire life and being submersed in it, there's still so much that we're learning on a daily basis and experiencing in and of ourselves and and ways that you um, and the ways that you consume and the different um, methodology behind the things that we're creating you know for consumers is really just a reflection of our own personal journey and what we see and of course feedback you know from people like yourself that have um, Uh, a different journey you know a different health journey but it's just confirming it's so confirming to you know what we um what we're pursuing i guess for for consumers and for the betterment of of people and pets too so we have some pet stuff too but the methodology just goes you know is um it's holistic right it's got to be good for for all
0: they love the rabbit blend. but they love it yeah yes yeah Yeah, that's such
1: a that's such a Uh, best-kept secret, honestly, like of the world.
0: (laughs) Yes, totally, you are. So, is the, um, so what would you say if someone is just, you know, busy and going to a large store that's on their normal routine, are they, like, and it says grass-fed, and they know that, and they're making the effort to um to eat well when it comes to meat for that is that guaranteed for them that that's gonna be Mm -hmm. the best source of nutrients or
1: yeah well so yeah that's a that's a good point um and i think it's it's uh healthy to understand like meat any meat even though there's some really, really dark things that go on in the meat industry and in the food industry in general, but in the meat industry as well, um, even though you know, those are distasteful, disdainful things, the way that some animals are raised and treated and harvest, harvested is <clears throat> more robotic than it is, than it is livestock, right? That in and of itself, even, even though like nutritionally, okay, so you said all that on the shelf, you look at nutritionally, meat is better than no meat. Right, any meat is is far and away more nutrient dense than any than any other food type on the planet. So I think that's really healthy to understand. Like, okay, so just eating meat is good. It's a step in the right direction. It's positive. But you look at meat the way that certain meat is produced and what happens to you know uh, ecologically and biologically within the animal, and then naturally what, what type of food that produces it makes you it it puts you at a a fork in the road you know what are you going to choose what are you going to put in your body um what are you going to support in um in the world of of in the natural world i should say you know the um is it a regenerative type model that is really really nourishing the land um and not only the land but also the the producer of it you know like there's people that run feedlots are uh and you know the the mass production the kfo style uh, production systems are not real healthy people um and then you look at you know people who get to spend time on the land in the natural landscape they're very very different um people just like the consumer of those foods as well so um so i'm just honing in i guess on your question here but once you get to the grocery store it's a it's a really really um, depressing place to be because labels are so uh, deceiving and um, marketing is really, really, really sly. And there's a lot of money to be made um, with almost claims, you know, or or leaving um, suggestive claims, you know, putting grass-fed on a label and people recognizing or seeing that grass-fed and like, oh, that's that's the good stuff. Uh, and they go home, and, and they've been deceived, because if it doesn't say 100% grass fed on it, um, it's not 100% grass fed. And so when you say grass fed, that means it might have had a, a bite or two of grass in its life, um, or when it was a calf, <clears throat> and then it went to a feedlot, you know, for 120 days and was finished on grain and then harvested. That is not what people expect, you know, when they pick up. A product at the grocery store that says grass fed on it, they would never imagine in a million years that it actually um, lived over half of its life in a feedlot or half of its life in a feedlot. So um, that's disheartening. And there's so much of that out there. Honestly, we are in the the very, 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 very small minority of agriculture that produces food the way that people expect it to be. You know, the way that. disney agriculture i guess if you will you know the way that animals you know the the way that people expect animals to be respected And I, i i say this too like i don't want people to hate on agriculture um there are a lot of animals um that live out on the land cow calf operations and things like that but when it comes to meat and where your meat the meat journey i guess for the most part does you know Nine out of ten um and even more end up flowing through a feedlot um uh, and that's I don't know too many consumers that are actually excited about that being the journey of their food um so and most you know pretty much everybody that we talk to are are completely disinterested in that um but there's there are other options right there are other alternatives and people out there um Brands out there, farmers, I guess, that are behind the brands that are doing things as consumers would expect. Um, And it's just making that connection um, as close to you can as uh, to your farmer to be able to know and have transparency. If you're just looking at a label, uh, it has to say 100% grass fed or it's not. Um, It is grain finished if it just says strictly grass fed. so that's that's one distinction, I think that's worth uh, people understanding when they are shopping in the grocery store, mostly grass fed um, still has an acidic profile, mostly grass fed meat still has an acidic profile uh, because grain is so powerful in changing the pH of the rumen and therefore the pH of the muscle just slightly, it's a few degrees um but it makes a massive difference in the amount of inf- inflammation that the animal sees and what you're uh you are what you eat so there's a recent study here done by a professor i'm waiting to get the link to it, so i can share it with everybody in a, in a blog that i have saved. um but he just very clearly showed he said that within four hours uh, if i can take your blood sample i can tell you everything you ate in the last four hours
0: oh my gosh
1: and what? if you don't think that that, you know, like if that instantly, you know, if you ingest it and then it goes into instantly into your bloodstream and it stays in your bloodstream for that long, how could it not affect you physiologically, uh, mentally? Like where doesn't your blood flow in your body? What doesn't it affect? Yeah. Everything. Um, so we can't underestimate, you know, the, the, the statement of you are what you eat because it literally is that. Um, so when it comes to, there should be zero tolerance for pesticides, herbicides and And I guess I'll touch really quickly on the organic statement. We're not certified organic. Um, There are rules and regulations within the organic certification and expense that does not nourish the customer more or deeper. Um, There are things that are conflicting and some politics and some rules and things that put you into a box. And we're not we're (laughs) we uh, we live outside the box. you know every word um, but when it comes to you know greens plants um fruits and veg types things uh, i actually do some some elk guiding too on the side um for fun it's kind of a it's a lot of work but it's time to be able to get into the mountains and, and do wild elk with uh some clients and have some really interesting inter- interesting conversations and um a few years ago i had a couple clients that were from uh, from the Southwest, and they're big produce farmers. And they were telling me while well, I was, they didn't know what I did. They didn't know who I was. Um, we were just real superficially. You know, I asked, them, what, what do you do? You know, what do you do? You guide all year round, or I'm like, Oh no, this is just a couple weeks a year kind of thing. I get to come out here and have fun. And, uh, but otherwise, it's, you know, we have a meat company and says so we, we do bison. They're like, Oh, that's great. You know, this is what we do. And, um, they were sharing how they're produce farmers and, 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 uh, oh, yeah, they they raise, uh, conventional, which is, you know, the pesticide, herbicide, uh, glyphs, all the, all the genetically modified, um, uh, products that everybody's familiar with. Um, and then they said they, they, they do a significant portion of their business is organics. And they said, we wouldn't touch that organic stuff. Well, he didn't say stuff, but with a 10 foot pole, he said, we treat that stuff way more than we do are conventional with organic certified pesticides and herbicides and he said that stuff is dirtier than even the conventional stuff because the stuff that we have to put on it is just less potent because it has to meet organic certifications but we're still spraying it and treating it just as much as so
0: oh my that's
1: that scared the socks off me you know so that that pulls back the curtain for um for your food supply. And I think, you know, it, again, you said it, it sounds depressing, and it can be. But I would rather be, you know, have this mental um, weight, you know, of recognizing, okay, so that's the truth. So if you know the truth, now you can start to, to make different choices, right? If you don't know the truth, then you just keep consuming and now you're really confused as to why you're still sick. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you're eating all the right things and checking all the right boxes, but in reality, you're not. You're mm-hmm. eating grass-fed, feedlot finished meat and organic certified vegetables, and you're wondering why. Why you feel the way you do, and the honest truth is, it's deception. It's not you're not eating what you think you're eating, mm-hmm. um, and that's the most um, sorrowful thing. You know about what we do, and recognizing when people call and have complications, you know, and challenges, and they're like, "Ah, "I just, I, I'm at my wits' end." You know, I don't know where to go, where to turn, and and I tried everything, and basically, it is. It's also freeing to recognize that you haven't tried everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you haven't actually had deeply nourishing food yet, Um, but to be under the under the perception that you have and to still be sick is a really, really desperate place.
0: It is. And it's so often uh, what I did was blame myself, like, mm-hmm. why can't I, why aren't I feeling better? What is wrong with me, yeah. what, you know, and so mm-hmm. that, that's the deep gratitude I feel for, for you and your family and what you're doing.